Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that keeps you healthy and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm always excited when somebody in my family asks to go out to eat because going out to eat is so much fun. But then there's a little part of me that instantly thinks, oh, I don't know, it's going to affect my goals. It's going to affect my goals. It's going to infringe upon my hard work. And I don't know if I want to eat all those calories. Um, I'm constantly being asked, what do I do when I go out to eat? Um, Back in September, I did a show on how misleading the calories and the information is at restaurants. Um, so if you want to page back and and listen to that podcast, it is really, really interesting. But, but I didn't really talk about how do you make good choices when you go out to eat. Um, well, I've been at this, this healthy eating thing for several decades now and and I have it down to a science. In fact, I got to think that that when I go to restaurants that I dine at regularly, the wait staff they they must cringe when they see me because I drive them crazy. But that is literally the only way to eat successfully when dining out. Um you have to make modifications with the menu. And and you could eat anywhere and you can find anything on any menu um, if you do a little research. So I thought, let's do a, a show on healthy eating tips when dining out. So eating out is both fun and sociable. However, studies have linked dining out and overeating to poor food choices. Um, these will help you stick to your health goals, these, these um, tips that I'm going to give you, and they will help you make good choices without giving up your social life. So first things first, um, we're very lucky now that we have technology and we can look up the menu before we go out, which is always fun because, you know, now we have Yelp and we can not only see what we are going to eat, but we can look up the nutritional information. Um, And like I said, we are often misled, but it gives us a good idea. But first thing, if you're not familiar with the restaurant, read it before you get there. You are more likely to make an unhealthy choice if you get to the restaurant and you're hungry. It's no different than going to the grocery store when you're famished. So go there with a plan. Uh, Do your research. uh, Make a decision before you go. And certainly when you're at the restaurant, sometimes you're distracted. If you're meeting somebody that you haven't seen for a long time, and we've all been there where the waitress comes back six or seven times, are you ready? 
Are you ready? Are you ready? So you end up making a poor choice because you're distracted. If you go there and you have an idea of what you're going to have, um, you're more likely to make a better choice. Um, the sight and the smells of food um, make it more difficult to stick to a plan as well. As soon as you walk in that restaurant and you smell the food, if you're hungry, um, it's going to set off those digestive enzymes that are going to send signals to your brain that are going to hypnotize you and you are are not going to make good choices. Um, you just can't snap out of it. And, and these decisions that are, you're going to make are ones that you're going to regret later. So do your research, look up the nutritional information before you go, and understand what you are taking in. Um, next tip have a healthy snack before you arrive. If you're hungry when you get to the restaurant, you may end up eating too much. In fact, I'm gonna tell you, you're going to end up eating too much. One way to prevent this is feed yourself before you go. Now, I'm not talking about have a snack as you're walking out the door, but one of the mistakes that I made for years and years and years, and it's a mistake that many people make, is they, they plan on uh, not eating all day um, so that they can save or reserve all of their calories for the end of the day, um, thinking that that's the smart choice to make. But inevitably what happens when we do this fasting technique is we get there and our brains short circuit and we end up overeating. So um, I know I've talked about this before on some of my previous um, shows, but, but if you have a high-protein snack, with some healthy fat about two or three hours before your dining time, um, you will not be as hungry. Um, I, I did this accidentally once when I was going out with a bunch of uh, my girlfriends. I I was just too hungry and I wasn't going to be able to wait. So I made myself a yogurt, um, which ended up being 25 grams of, of protein. And I put some peanut butter on it, which was another eight grams of um protein and some healthy fat. And I felt really guilty for eating this because it totaled um, 250 calories before going out for this sushi dinner. And this 250 calories saved me thousands because when the sushi appetizers came out, I really did not dive into the table like everybody else did because I, that, 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 protein I had, had taken the edge off. And so by the time my meal came, I actually really enjoyed it. And the light bulb went on that night because I was watching everybody at the table just eat these appetizers one after the other, one after the other. And I knew that that, that, that would have been me. And from that point on, I thought, you know what? The binge blocker. Have a binge blocker. And I named it that because it literally blocks the binge from occurring. Um, and the 250 calories really did save, save me thousands. All right. Next, drink water before and during your meals. That's an old one. Everybody knows that. But um, when you get to the restaurant, if you order a uh, beverage, and certainly an alcoholic one, and I'll talk about that a little bit later because that's certainly on the list, um, you're adding calories. Um, there was a study done that people who drank 16 ounces of water an hour before meal ate f fewer calories and lost 44% more weight when dieting than those who did not. So add that water before and during your meal. It will fill you up. 
Okay, so I hope you guys are taking good notes. Um, and if you are not taking good notes, um, you can always uh, get this information on my blog. Um, I will type this all up as I do every single week. www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com um, I will have this out and you can download it and enjoy it um, as you listen to it. All right, so obviously... The way you prepare food is the game changer. So cooking your food and how you prepare it can have a significant impact on the amount of calories that you take in. So food on the menu is usually described pan fried, crispy, crunchy, sauteed. Those things are going to have more calories. So you want to veer away from those descriptions. You want to avoid creamy cheesy. I mean, these are all common sense. But when you see those words, you want to stay away from them. Ask the wait staff if it says it is sauteed, ask if they can grill it. Um, and, and always assume, this is really important, always assume everything has butter on it. This is why it tastes good. Um, you, 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 that is an assumption that it has butter on it. So I always just say, no butter. Um, because assume that it is it is on there. All right, my next tip: always eat mindfully. Um, mindful eating includes making conscious choices about what you consume um, while you're eating. Um, when you are out to eat, uh, inevitably you're usually socializing and you're not paying attention. Um, the portions that are given to you are usually very large. And as you are socializing, you are shoveling and you're not paying attention. There have been studies done where, um, and, I, and I did a whole show on this as well last year, where the wait staff has been instructed to keep bringing food out to people and the people keep on eating it and they don't feel how full they are because they are distracted. All right. This is one that, that no one ever, ever thinks about, but it makes perfect sense. If you are trying to be conscious about your food intake and you're going out to eat, you should be the first person to order your food. Because when you're not the first person to order your food, and let's just say you're dining out with eight other people and you're going in there and you're going, I'm going to have the salmon with the broccoli, no butter. And then the person next to you orders cheeseburger and fries and then the person next to them orders the, you know, the panini with extra mayo. And, and, and for each person that gets closer to you, your salmon with no butter on the broccoli is, is starting to sound really, really, really unfavorable. So be the first person to order. People's menu choices and eating behaviors um, will highly influence you. Um, and and it, it is known, it's happened to me even, and people will mimic each other uh, unconsciously. So so you'd be surprised if, if you are the person that orders something healthy, maybe other people will also do the same. Um, speaking of ordering, don't feel like you have to order an entree. Um, ordering an appetizer is, is oftentimes plenty uh, of, of, of a meal. If you look at these portion sizes, um, looking at the size of an appetizer, compare that to a meal that you make at your house, um, usually 
that's about equal. Have an appetizer, um, maybe get two, split it with your friend or whoever you're dining with, get a side salad. Um, This will help you um, and keep you from going overboard on calories. And, And since we're talking about appetizers, let's talk about this. When you are eating at home, do you make yourself an appetizer? Um, no. So, so when you go out to eat, you're, you're eating an appetizer, which actually has as many calories as what you should have in your day, or I'm sorry, in your meal. So, so oftentimes, really, theoretically, what you should do is just have soup or salad as your appetizer. Because when you're, when you're selecting a soup or a salad, um, usually those choices can be healthier um, and they're portioned. You are being presented with a bowl of soup or a plate of salad and it's in front of you and it is portioned out. Whereas if you order an appetizer or two, you have the freedom to keep on shoveling. So as fun as it is to order those appetizers, not only does it rack up your bill, um, but it it certainly does rack up those calories. If you're just joining us, uh, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, and I am sharing tips and uh, good, important information on how to save yourself calories when dining out. Um, Dining out is so much fun. It is fabulous, but it does impact your goals if you are trying to lose weight. Um, My next tip is to slow down and chew your food thoroughly. Um, This is one, again, is not uh, news by any means. Uh, It's an old one, but eating slow um, will not only help you savor your food, but it will um, help you eat fewer amounts of calories because you're not going to eat as much. Putting your utensils down between mouthfuls will slow you down and um, it will actually give your brain signals to um, keep those full feelings um, kicking in. All right, what about dessert? So you ought to eat. The waitress comes by. She brings that dessert platter. You're like, no, you weren't going to do it. And then there it is. And you're just smashed. You want to have that dessert. Well, certainly if, if you're dining out and, and you, you want to treat yourself and you want to get a dessert, you have to think about this. What are your goals? Um, you know, if you're, if you're trying to lose weight, a, a, a piece of cake is going to compromise your calories for the day. So my advice to you, have a cup of coffee. Um, It's going to give your sweet tooth that little fix. Um, Maybe someone at the table might order something off the dessert menu. Have a a bite. Um, you, You don't have to eat the entire dessert, um, or you don't have to order it at all. Um, if you are not done socializing, have a cup of coffee. You and your, your lunch date or your dinner date could sit there and enjoy a little cup of java, um, cappuccino perhaps, and pass a little bit extra time over that enjoyment. All right. Here's a big one. Avoid 
those all-you-can-eat buffets and family-style setups. Now, I know you're getting more more money or more for your for your money here, but people are notoriously bad at estimating portion sizes. So when you're faced with an unlimited supply of food at a buffet, eating the right amount is very, very challenging. Um, even when you're really conscious of it, you might fill your plate and decide, oh, you know, I'm not going to eat this whole portion of, um, you know, salad that I put on my plate. And you go back up and you get something else. Well, you have no idea what you've actually eaten. So be wise. Stay away from these types of situations. Um, Another effective trick, if you are in a situation where you're going to a buffet, say you're on vacation and you're always at a buffet because it's an all-inclusive or you're at a cruise ship, use the normal size plates, um, fill them half with salad and vegetables, and then use the other half for the remaining items. Um, Always fill your plate with the vegetables first so that you are forced to only have a little space left for the remaining things. Um, If you go up to the buffet hungry and you head up to the carbs first, you're not going to have much room left for the greens because our eyes are always bigger than our stomachs and we've all experienced that as well. Uh, When dining out, um, uh, speaking of vegetables, did you know that you can ask the waitstaff to swap pretty much anything for a vegetable? Um, Olive Garden, for example, way before they had gluten-free pasta as an option, and and those of you that listen to my my show regularly know that I have celiac, so I'm unable to eat regular pasta, Um, I would order the shrimp primavera for example, and I would say no pasta, broccoli instead, and they will do it. Um, It's amazing. Uh, And if you want to have a little bit of pasta, you can even tell them, you know, can you can you reduce the amount of pasta and and have it be mostly broccoli, just a little bit of a little bit of pasta. And they will do that. Um, People are not eating enough vegetables. Vegetables are great. Uh, They contain way, 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 way less calories. They contain a lot more fiber and nutrients. And they are so, so high in vitamins and beneficial in so many other ways. Increasing your vegetable intake um, can also help with um, reducing chances of obesity, depression, cancer. And certainly, um, if you order your meal and you ask your waitress to swap it out, um, it can even make you feel more full, which will cause you to not even finish, finish your meal. Another oldie here. Ask for the sauce and the dressing on the side. Um, I'm just programmed to just say this automatically. Um, And and I've done little experiments at the table myself. Um, When you ask for the dressing on the side, it comes in those little quarter cup plastic containers. No doubt, without a doubt, they always put way more on the, the, the salad or the entree than what comes in that little cup. I mean, I have been side by side with someone that has ordered the same exact salad as me. And I'll say my dressing on the side and my girlfriend will have hers on the salad. And I will eventually use all of my dressing on my salad. And her salad is doused in 
dressing. I'll, I'll usually have to ask for another dressing on the side. So that goes to show you that when you don't ask for the dressing on the side, they just saturate it on there. So by asking for the dressing on the side, at least you know what you're getting. Um, I go out for a Cobb salad and I, again, I drive them crazy. I want the cheese on the side. I want the bacon on the side. I want, I want the avocado on the side because I want to see the amounts of what they're putting on the salad. It's not so much that I'm not going to eat it. I want to see it. I want to I see how much bacon they're putting on there. Maybe I want to just drizzle a little bacon on there. Um, we've all ordered that salad before that's just got way too much of something on there where you, you almost can't eat it. So get those, uh, get those dressings, get those, um, those uh, croutons, everything on the side, because in that way you understand exactly what you're taking in. All right, so I really want to save uh, the end of my my show here for the big one, because I know you're all listening going, is she going to talk about alcohol? Is she going to talk about alcoholic beverages? Yes, I, I certainly am, because this is a game changer. This is a game changer for, for people. Um, certainly, you don't need to consume a lot of alcohol to have it sabotage your diet, but going out to eat... Um, and ordering a glass of wine as soon as you get to the table, that right there is 200 calories right out of the gate. And that's fine if you budget that in to your intake. However, if you get to that restaurant and you haven't eaten all day because you're going with the fasting plan that I've warned you about, um, now that alcohol has hit you, and you are unable to make logical choices. So the waitress comes by with the bread, and the next thing you know, you've slathered so much butter on it that you have found yourself ordering a cheeseburger, and it's over, okay? So so do yourself a favor. Um, make these choices very rationally. Um, if you're going to order a beverage um, when you dine out, and you're really trying to lose weight, keep it to one. Um, one alcoholic beverage, um, when making the choice correctly, is going to be around two to 300 calories. Now, if you make the choice incorrectly and you order a Mai Tai that's loaded in sugar, well, then that beverage could be up to five, six, 700 calories. Um, so, so what you want to do is make your choices in those that don't contain a lot of sugar. Um, martinis, for example, go through the martini list. Anything that has syrups or juices, you can ask the, the waste staff or the bartender to eliminate the syrups and some of those sugary juices. Now, is it going to taste as good? No, it's not going to be as sweet, but at any restaurant, um, you can find sweet and low packets or, or Splenda, and you could substitute the simple sugars that are in these martinis and, and some of these fancy drinks with a packet of Splenda, and it will taste just as good. Simple sugar is basically sugar boiled down with water until it becomes clear and and basically a syrup. So, so that is what bartenders use to sweeten drinks. Um, a, a, a great uh, beverage, 
martini. You can go out and ask for one with just the the alcohol, uh, some lemon juice, some lime juice, maybe a little agave. Um, those beverages don't contain a lot of sugar at all. Um, be really aware of the ones that are just pineapple juice, coconut juice. I mean, those are going to add up. And look them up. You just go Google it, and it'll tell you how many calories are in there. Um, beer is going to add up. Those of you that are beer drinkers and order six, seven beers when you're going out, that's seven, 800 calories. Um, that is going to compromise your diet. Um, you are unable and you're not going to be able to do that if you are somebody that is trying to lose weight. Hard alcohols don't contain carbs. So if you want to make a beverage with um, tequila, again, keep the simple sugars out of it. There's plenty of places that make these skinny margaritas now or have some seltzer water with a hard alcohol and some fruit juice or a twist of lime. Um, You're safe. But like I said, um, keep it to one and don't overdo it. Wine is perfectly acceptable, but don't let the wait staff keep pouring it in your glass before you finish the one glass because you've lost you've lost control of how much you are drinking and not only are you sitting there then um, blurry visioned and and not understanding what you're eating but you've also lost track of how much you have drank so a six ounce pour or even an eight ounce pour at a restaurant is perfectly acceptable if you are dieting, but keep track of it. And if someone comes around with that bottle and wants to fill it before you have finished, just politely put your hand over it. Savor that wine. Um, Treat it like it came from a $500 bottle of wine. It will taste that much better. So, and then finally, of course, look out for those those buzzwords and those healthy scam items on the menu because oftentimes they are just buzzwords to get you to purchase that item. So hopefully you guys are now educated. Get out there. Make those good choices. Don't be fooled. Be flexible about your diet. And certainly go out when you feel that it is worth it and you deserve it. Enjoy your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done, it's about 